Fred and Fritz, Fred and Fritz, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Britcast. We're glad you're with us here. We're live in the 1.30 hour Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I, uh, I I did throw in the towel on Monday night at about 10 o'clock. I figured I knew knew enough and nothing nothing earth shattering would happen that I couldn't catch up on, you know, six hours later. Great. Great on me, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you missed a, you missed a little bit. Yeah, missed, I was missed, I was uh, I, I do what you do a lot is I flip between the news channels and kind of see who's doing what. Um, I don't know if you noticed Hillary Clinton was the guest on I MSNBC. That. that was that. I don't know. I thought that was pretty fun. I thought that was good. She was so vengeful <laughs> and nasty <laughs> and mean. Have, can you believe what you know what? Watching her, Britt, I have to say, and I said this to my first wife, Jane, yeah. I said, thank God she never became the, pr- oh, my God. What a, uh, oh, no, she I, I will, so, uh, she was I so will, gracious. It was unbelievable, wasn't she? She really I, was. Well, but she was also glowing. She was also glowing. And I don't give a shit. I'm, I'll drown in a river of schadenfreude. I don't care. No, she was also she, glowing. She managed, she managed to do both. That's what she did. She does, that and she doesn't get credit for that, and she never will get credit for that. But she's she was fantastic. I doubt that on her wedding day she glowed that much, honestly. I really she she was fantastic, and and it's just another reminder of what a tremendous opportunity we missed in this country. What an amazing, tremendous, awful you know it would been, it would yeah. just been an amazing deal back in 2016. But you know, here we are. That's what it is. Well, but. You're obviously sweeping aside that that moment in the debate where she lured Donald yeah. Trump into right. stalking her. Right. That was poor. That was just. Ugh. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Okay, but I have I have uh, uh, a medley here. This is great. Like, this is going to lead us into the uh, latest promise that uh, Donald Trump has made within the last few hours yeah, to uh, set us straight and to really kind of set him free. And uh, he's done this too many times in the last eight years, making a promise today that in usually it's two weeks, X will happen. Don't say what you know don't just let it breathe here here we go we're gonna make a policy speech in two weeks and i think you're gonna like it i think you're gonna like it we're going to be announcing something i would say over the next two or three weeks that will be phenomenal in terms of tax wiretap covers a lot of different things i think you're going to find some very interesting items coming to the forefront over the next two weeks. We'll be reporting back sometime over the next two weeks as to NAFTA. I'll be making a big decision on the Paris Accord over the next two weeks. What about infrastructure? When is that going to happen? We're going to do infrastructure very quickly. We've quickly. Got plan largely completed, and we'll be filing it over the next two or three weeks. When will you make that decision? 
over the next couple of weeks. We're doing very well in the fight against ISIS, as General Mattis has just explained, and we're going to be having a news conference in about two weeks to let everybody know how well we're doing. And the mind just started. Okay, you, you get the idea. That that's only uh, one minute out of three minutes of that. So there's Jesus. about another twenty of those. I had forgotten because I'm. I remember healthcare was going to come in two weeks, and this was going to come in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. No, see, there's nothing that wasn't going to come. Yeah, yeah. In in two weeks, I'm going to reveal what kind of adult diaper I'm wearing in two weeks. Jesus okay. is coming back in two weeks. It's, yes. I mean everything. Against ISIS in our fight in the Middle East, we're we're doing very very well. Uh, we're going to be having a news conference in two weeks on that fight. Our Secretary of Labor is coming out with a plan in two weeks. You're going to have some big news. I think we're going to have some big, some of the big drug companies in in two weeks. We are okay. <laughs> I should keep putting that eyeball. Good God. <laughs> Today. Tuesday, Trump, in response to the uh, 7,000 charges thrown at him in Georgia, said that next Monday at 11 in the morning, he's going to present information as long as there's not a tickle in the back of his throat and <laughs> that would prevent him from talking. He says a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete. And now, see, we've talked about this. 500 different ways, the, the law of diminishing returns and how it applies to uh, everyone, it seems, except the stupidest of the stupid Trump supporters who don't question the fact that when he says these things, number one, he doesn't follow up. Number two, it never happens. And number three, if it does even slightly happen, it's full of shit, it's a lie, and it's not what it was promised to be. Anyway, he says he's going to present this at a major news conference at 11 in the morning next Monday at Bedminster. Based on the results of this, and then he, of course, all capitalizes the word conclusive report to let you know that it's really, really the last word. All charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. Exoneration, all capitals. They never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to find the riggers. <laughs> He's lucky he spelled riggers right, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, very. I bet he spell-checked the fuck out of that. Yeah. It may, might not have come, on, on, on Trump's phone, that might not have come up correctly the first mm -hmm. time, right? That's exactly right. Did you riggers. mean? Riggers. Um, so again, we shouldn't even talk about this. It's too stupid to talk about, but no, I do, I do have a question. So this evidence that he's going to be obviously presenting, it's going to exonerate him in every case, like all of the cases, this is a, like a kill switch for everything. Right. In other words, <laughs> your stupid statements can only be addressed with stupid questions like that. And mine would be, wait a minute. 
you've been holding back all this time. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you didn't call Jack Smith or Fonnie Willis and volunteer? Always, um, always you, look wh- back. Why? Why did? You, okay, so and again, okay, so no, it's so it's, it's completely real. Bullshit. It should right. be taken completely seriously. Yeah, so it's this will be bullshit. It'll be recycling the same lie. You know, we we know that, and it's an attempt, of course, to divert attention from the fact that he has until a week from Friday to show up and get booked and get his picture taken and that's going to be the mugshot of all mugshots it could eclipse some of the great ones we've seen from from history including marv albert sinatra multi uh, who else sinatra gary Busey. yeah yeah they're all they're all winners they're they're all great um but this is why I think we should say, at least at this moment, until um, we have a reason to change our minds, we love America. Well, it, America's it's, slow. It's plodding. It, it, it's, it exhausts it's working me. out. It's working out right now. And and you, I would, I recommend to anybody. Like I, I know, several different places have annotated versions of um, that indictment that was released last night by Fonnie Willis. If you get the New York Times annotated version, it's fantastic reading. It's just fantastic reading. And and if you if you like granular detail, as they say, she has every possible receipt. There's there's pure madness in there. I don't know if you read about that character from Chicago who flew to Atlanta and started bothering those people, that that woman and her daughter who were working at State Farm. Yeah. That 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 is just fuck i mean it's just absolutely bananas but you get something happens throughout this whole story of trump trying to destroy democracy where you have people that just kind of even in the mostly in the republican party who just say no i'm 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 not doing that that guy that was the speaker of the house i think in arizona who lost his career who rusty bowers that's the guy, the guy who received, I think he received the Kennedy Foundation's Profiles and Courage Award last year because he literally, he's done. He'll never work in Arizona in politics again because he said, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to uh, bring these charges forth and dispute the election and try to get fake electors and all of this nonsense. And there are a few people like that. They're just, they just stand steadfast and they go, I voted for you, Donald Trump. Somehow I still like you but I'm not going to break the law for you. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. And it happens. I, I have handicapped it right now, Brad, as far as the, the three big cases against Donald Trump. Um, I believe the, the most likely of conviction is to me, the January 6th stuff to me, that's again, a slam dunk and a sleepwalking first year law student could get that one. I believe this Georgia case now moves into the number two spot as the most likely conviction and I think the documents case is number three and all three are very strong, but in basketball terms, the January 6th thing, I think is a slam dunk. The Georgia thing is a layup and the documents case is a free throw. If you're going to rank them that way, that's how I'm ranking them right now. Hmm. It didn't take long for I'll just pick a name here, Ruth Marcus of the Washington Post, at about 
on Monday night to publish a fairly short little right off the top of her head column. Very, very concerned about the size of the indictments in Georgia. Too many people, too complex. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. What are we doing? There's oh, too yeah. much. There's too much detail. There's too many periods and punctuation. I mean, it's really. And by the way, I'll add in the, uh, I believe, highly overrated Peter Baker of the New York Times, uh, who very often gets to write the lead. And it's not really on the opinion pages, but it's commentary nonetheless by Peter Baker because he has right. that standing as the White House correspondent long time for the Times. And he, right at the top on Monday afternoon, oh, well, here's another indictment. It must be Monday. Americans have gotten sick. And you know what? Here's... Here's what I think. When there's a serial killer loose and it's the number one story everywhere, for instance, what was it, about 15 years ago? Remember those guys were driving around the nation's capital area. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get caught. They were they were shooting <laughs> at people. They were killing people. Remember it was, that? It was, a guy, it was a guy and his son, like the son was in the yeah. trunk or something. Yeah. On and on it goes. Um, and I, I remember even in a case like that, it would go, oh, well, they, they shot another one. No, we didn't do that at all. It was a danger and it had to be dealt with. Correct. You couldn't walk away from it. And to even suggest that, oh, well, there's another indictment, big deal. I can't even remember what they're all about. When are they going to just get it over with? Uh, uh, the NFL seasons are going to start in four weeks. Uh, I don't have time for this. Okay. You know what? Then that repeated now 5,000 times a Republic, if you can keep it line from Ben Franklin, if he really right. did say that, right. it does apply. Because <clears throat> if just no, no. And I, again, I know there was some of this during Watergate. Oh, oh, yeah. The yeah. phrase was the drip, drip, drip. Oh, I'm tired of it. Nah, 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 you know, nah. you know, there was a drip, drip, drip because they covered the fucking thing up. They kept covering up. Yeah. That's why everything wasn't coming out at once. That's, that's right. And <laughs> that's what this has been an attempted cover up. And it's sure. now being blown out of the water in uh, several of your top NFL cities, Miami. <laughs> Uh, Washington. Okay, yeah. that used to be a top NFL city. Atlanta, uh, New York, and Atlanta. Right. Uh, if you, that's very intellectually lazy to me of Mr. Baker to just do that because if you could look at that and have legal experts look just in a in a tunnel vision way at each individual, and you could go to you could go to Fonnie Willis and go, well, this is bullshit. This is too broad. You did a terrible job here. You did an awful job here. This was completely unnecessary. That's from what I'm gathering from legal experts and from what I'm looking at with my eyes. That's not what she did. <laughs> she was able to very effectively connect everything with those RICO laws. And again, the receipts are there. The text messages, the emails, 
I think it would make a tremendous one-act play just to have one of those, that fake elector meeting in Georgia. That must be a tremendous one-act play that somebody, Aaron Sorkin may be willing to write that at some point. I don't know. Oh, and then there's that, that guy who stumbled in on it, that reporter. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I can't but either. To me, he is the Frank Wills of this story. Frank Wills was the guy that discovered the, the, the door that had yeah. that crept open. Yeah. In the Watergate complex, and had it not been for him, you know, it wouldn't have uh, begun to unravel the way that it did. Um, I think you've, you've probably seen the clip of John Dean on CNN uh, again affirming that this is much worse than Watergate because, uh, how would he <laughs> because among other things, um, Nixon didn't branch out to about five different states. Let's just start with that. <laughs> Let's just start with the idea that Nixon was concentrated right in our nation's capital, right, with what he was doing. And and that you you really killed it with that one, because the fact isn't that, oh, this is too much in Georgia. She's she just bit off more than she could chew and she could chew a lot. (laughs) Oh, she's fat. Okay, I get it. This this really could be done. differently in all those other states that he went after the other six states that he lost to biden closely and tried to cheat and have turned around through illegal means but georgia was the most stark and the most obvious and here here's what bottom lined it for me the thought that anyone again not to insult any of your relatives brit Hmm. or anyone listening to us or watching us who has a relative who has been in denial all this time. But when the audio of Trump trying to press the Secretary of State of Georgia, Brad Raffsenberger, for 11,780 votes, one more than... (laughs) Than we had. Give the, me a break. He, he says it and he goes, give me a break. That's all you got to do is come for this mount for right. me and you can, you can make me happy and reelect me. Remember, we've, we've had that in our possession now for two years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that is one of the centerpieces of the indictment and rightfully so. But it shouldn't have had to have taken it to make it to the level of being part of the indictment. For you, Trump supporter, to say, wow, I really think he did something wrong. I don't think I can support that man. He tried to overthrow the election, certainly in Georgia. Hmm, Maybe there are other things he's tried to do because like a cockroach, there's seldom one. But so the, the die was cast for this part of the story several years ago and it has taken a long time to investigate because people don't want to talk people want to stall people have their own agendas we know that so i think she and the team in in fulton county which by the way last time i checked does not have the resources of a a federal prosecutorial office they just don't i mean fulton atlanta is a big city and all but that's still not the same no, it isn't. And uh, it's comprehensive. 
It nails a lot of the people that you thought should be nailed. It certainly vindicates that woman who, what, six months ago, who was on the special grand jury, who came out and said in answer to the questioner, um, can you tell us who is going to be indicted, who you think is? And her answer was, well, you're going to recognize the names. Yeah, well, we recognize a lot of the names. It's Mark Meadows. It's oh, yeah. Rudy Giuliani. Oh, yeah. It's Sidney Powell. Easter Lee's in there. Yeah. Cheese yeah. Bros in there. They're all, all, all your all your all-time favorites. What so they never does. offer, I mean, yeah. and I, it, does, it does need to be said because we know it, and the people probably listening to this podcast know it, but it needs to be said. They never offer real refutations of the accusations. They never say, well, this couldn't happen because I have evidence that Donald Trump was in this location and not here. I have evidence that uh, Rudolph Giuliani was here and not that. They never offer that. It's always this conspiracy. It's attack on, on, on it uh, Bonnie Willis. It's every this. I, I think about that a lot because when we go back to Hillary and she, she talked about back in 96, 97, the vast right-wing conspiracy. She said that, I believe, on the Today Show, and she got just roundly mocked. Well, it was, as it turns out, it was, and they were after Bill Clinton for a number of years with the Arkansas project and this, that, and the third. And eventually he handed them one. This, this, this is a, a vast conspiracy that they're alleging. That's not, they're the ones, they're the conspiracy. That's projection. The conspiracy is on, on the Trump crime family. And I'm going to use that term now because that's the real crime family is the Trump crime family with these minions running all over America to the several states trying to get fake electors together in meetings. And they're so bad at crime, Brad. They're so bad at doing this. They're, they're terrible. And they still almost upended our democracy. They still almost did it. But the job is not done. Yeah. This is by no means over. And um, let me do a little uh, reading here. There are, there are cheating spouses in Valdosta, Georgia, that are able to use more obfuscation and hide their tracks better than these idiots. I swear to God, they're just the but dumbest people. No one has been convicted yet. Oh, no, no, no. no. To, to jail yet. So no, it's, it's uh, true. We are, de- we are dealing with, and, and I, I, I decided to do a uh, Brad Crant special report <laughs> into into rico the uh, racketeering um whatever the hell it stands for I can never oh remember. yeah corruption whatever corrupt organization corrupt organizations act which was passed in 1980 um and i said well what's the most famous case where people have been convicted under the rico statute and my friend mr google immediately said oh there's no question about it it was the case against john Gotti." Mm-hmm the uh, Gambino family crime boss. He was charged in 1990. It took them two years and they finally got him. And then guess what? He died in prison a decade or so later. Uh, And uh, that's the statute. And there's a federal version and there are state versions of it that allow prosecutors to kind of uh, tie together. And I've come up with a new phrase. uh, People make, you can use this connect the dots that's mine i just thought of that Uh, between uh, people who may look like they're on the same team people may not even look like they're on the same team 
but they're trying to achieve the same corrupt end, and that can be in 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 prostitution, in in theft, in in drugs, and murder. How you can use it in a lot of things. Of course, in the original list of things about Rico, it, there's nothing that says to overthrow the government of the United States. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Uh, so here's Alex from Brooklyn. Okay. who says this is going to do nothing to shake Trump's base. After he wins the nomination, the Republicans will back him. Yes, they will. For all their carping, they will. And by the time the election's in full swing, Trump will be responding to every single question with an opening like, well, Joe Burisma, I mean Biden, I, I mean crooked. Read history. In 1923, Hitler went to jail for his role in the beer hall pooch and that was an attempt to overthrow the german government at the time by a young adolf hitler and about fifty thousand of his supporters it didn't work but the audience cheered their support for hitler even as he was being led away he got the most lenient sentence possible from the judge but let's pretend somebody gets trump in jail before he retakes office wait for it Having been elected because the crooked Democrats couldn't rig another election, I am now forced by Democrat trickery to pardon myself and everyone else involved using the powers of my office, even though none of us did anything wrong. Trump is maneuvering the Democrats. They should have slapped Trump with subpoenas and warrants 30 seconds after Trump finished the oath of office. Anyone could see that. Trump would run for a second term if he lost, and the calendar would give Democrats a window of time. Even larger than that four-month window, Obama had to pass Obamacare with a 60-seat majority in the Senate to initiate proceedings against Trump without the trials running the next election cycle. I agree with Alex until he gets to the end there. This replay of, uh, of, the, of time saying that Trump should have immediately been charged right away after Biden became the president, it wouldn't have worked. Well, it wouldn't have worked. what do you think would have what happened? Well, they, they would have said, oh, that's too quick. That's too quick. They're not, they, they would, that, they, they've not used due diligence. They're just trying to rush him down to get him in, in the jail as quickly as, of course. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but this, the timing issue to me is the weakest argument of all. Uh, if it's passed May 18th of 2022, it's just not legitimate. It's just not legitimate. And, and that's the other thing about this, which I think we well, brought up before. Is well, hang on, I, I don't, you know, you're not 100 percent right. The guy is 100. percent There is a problem because Merrick Garland sat on his ass. Well, that's fine. Even, af even after the January 6th committee, yeah, uh, dug up enough evidence just by itself, right, to but initiate charge, and he did nothing with it. So if we, uh, if, yeah, if we, if we move this back a year, and the charges are coming forward a year sooner. Yep. Yeah, that does make more sense from a federal level. But at the same time, the charges and the investigation happened in the time that they were supposed to in Georgia, and they're going on in other places. That had nothing to do with Merrick Garland. The time, right. But the time, the, the time element of this is the stupidest thing. They claim now, of course, this is election interference. That's all you hear that come out of, out of this yeah, idiot's no, mouth. Just, no, forget that. As if the shit that happened in 2016 with Anthony Weiner's laptop and all that bullshit wasn't election interference against Hillary Clinton. Get out of my face. Stop yeah, with that yeah. shit. J James Comey elected Trump. I mean, Jesus. Okay, which, which is uh, ironic since a few months later, Trump had to fire James Comey. 
fired his ass. Yeah, yeah. I, he, but I want to finish this up though on the uh, the Hitler comparison. Yeah. So Hitler gets arrested. The attempt to overthrow the government fails, and they put him on trial. And there's a five judge panel that sentences Hitler to the lightest sentence possible. Which, tell me if this doesn't sound familiar. Five years. He gets sentenced to five years. Wait a minute. Hold on. He's out in eight months. Good behavior. That's right. He had been charged with high treason. They gave him five years, the lightest sentence allowed. He serves eight months, and his support remains solid, of course, all the way through. And the rest really is history. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that automatically that, uh, that we're going to have the same situation here, but we're, we're headed into this train wreck which uh, we, we just don't know what the other side is, is going to look like. We really don't. So. No, but I also don't, uh, I also don't know what my country is going to look like if he's reelected. If he is not, if he's not held to account for the, th the many things that he's done, by the way, there should be more lawsuits forthcoming <laughs> based on the information that I've seen. I don't understand how you don't get charges in what Michigan, Arizona, maybe New Mexico. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Well, I, let's see. I think next week he uh, also has to answer in that lawsuit about the the uh, fake uh, picture phone thing that he got involved in. Oh, Jesus. You know this story? No, I don't know this story. He was the pitch man. And this must have been about 10 or 15 years ago. And even by then, everybody's phone had video and you could, you know, FaceTime, I think was probably already in existence. But they're these little devices you put on your desk. It looked like a phone. It had a little uh, screen on it. And uh, you buy that and you can talk to somebody and look at them at the same time. So Trump becomes the pitch man on this. And it's, of course, a big, it's pathetic. It's ridiculous. It costs thousands of dollars. And... It was an unnecessary, it was a scam. It was just another scam. It was like Trump University or Trump State or any, any of that other stuff. Oh, here's the best part of it. The only people you could actually talk to on this device would be someone else who had the exact same device. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So and anyway, so Trump becomes the spokesperson for it. It goes down and the, I don't know, the, the customers, the investors, they all sued. And the lawsuit is about to be heard in public. They want their millions of dollars back. That's in the it middle goes, of all this. This goes back apparently to 2008, all the way back then. Okay. Yeah. You looking at it there? There, there's the the screenshot right there for everybody who's watching. Yeah. He was deposed in a fraud suit that goes all the way back to 2008. So yeah. The bills are coming due. Right. I mean, this is just. I I just I feel like. This is a guy who has never had to really account for anything in his life. He's always had somebody to bail his ass, ass out of everything. Yeah, sure. Every single time. He's had every single time. He's never done anything for himself in his entire life. He's always had somebody, if he ever got in trouble, if he ever ran a foul, crossed the line, whatever, who would do his bidding for him. And I'm sorry, you're in a spot right now where your connections, your name, your money, it means fuck all. You're, you have to stand to account and people can cry. You know, his side can cry that uh, two tiered justice system shit all that they want to. 
Yeah, it is. Not to use the word of the day, weaponized. Weaponized justice. They weaponized the system. Just the system. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, I, I think he's going to keep a base, but I think we've talked about it. It, it continues to peel off. I mean, a little, a little bit at a time, it continues to peel off. I don't think anybody who used to be sympathetic to him then fell off the Trump train is now going, hey, wait a minute, I'm going back to him because they're fucking this guy over. Well, that's the I'm, conventional wisdom, Britt. The conventional <laughs> wisdom is this is this is a bridge too far. This is <laughs> this, is, this too is too much. So what these and, and these are just uh, hand wringing liberals mainly, correct? Is that is that what what we're looking at here? No, hand wringing liberals. I'm telling you it... that that even supposedly the never Trumpers who were Republicans, and there were some, uh-huh. and the. I'm off the Trump train now, people of the last few years, or the Bill Barr types who stayed with him till almost the end and then got out in time and are trying to rehabilitate themselves. At the end, they always say, but I'd vote for him over Joe Biden. So I, I, mean, I just want to, again, I want to, I'm going to just run this plane into the ground. So what should have happened, according to these people, whoever these people are who were, oh my God, this is too far. And this is going to tip the sympathy back in his favor and whatever. Right. Someone should have sat Fonnie Willis down at some point and go, could, could you not, could you just tuck away right. what you're doing Absolutely. and just, and just kill this because it's, it's going to be too much. We're, we're, let's let the other things ride. And if they get him, they get him. If they don't, they don't. Could you could you just please just lock this in a vault and never bring this forward? Right. Well, is that is that a serious? Of course not. But, but think of the insanity uh, that is engendered by this. If you go after Trump for things that you know he is guilty of, well, you're just gonna stimulate support for him as a victim. Right. But if you don't go after him. What does he do? He runs around and says, I did nothing wrong, and they didn't even attempt to charge me with anything because they knew I did nothing wrong, okay, because he's a demagogue, because he's a dictator in waiting, because he's an authoritarian, because he's a liar, because he has a broken brain, because he has no soul, he has no ability to uh, empathize, sympathize, or have any view of the world of himself outside of the way he views himself, what other people he means he means to insulate his head and his thoughts from everyone else. You people who thought, not talking to anyone actually listening or watching us you people who thought that 10 or so years on tv playing a competent in charge right business executive right who was a genius with personnel he knew exactly who to fire right Mm. he could he could you bought into that okay you know what when you buy a shitty timeshare, and you know that's a redundant phrase, right? <laughs> Timeshares, by definition, are, yeah. are, are shitty because you're you're locked in; you can't get out of them. Um, you know you've been taken. You realize it, and 
you're losing money hand over so so what do you do well there's not much you can do you can just walk away from it and that's the end of that you lost all this money or you can hook up with all these people you hear on ads on podcasts on the radio on the internet who can get you out of your timeshare and guess what they're crooks too they yeah take more money from you that's donald trump donald trump is the guy who sold you the fraudulent property the fraudulent timeshare that you don't use that you don't care about anymore you're you really don't want to go to, to Aspen every year, the rest of your life, whatever it is. And what happens? You sign up again with not Trump, who sold you the timeshare, but uh, Trump's cousin, who's going to get you out of it. And the one thing you never do is tell anybody that you get involved this way, because you don't want to admit that you're a schmuck. Correct. But we do hear it from people who will admit that they got taken in, in, in things like that. But with Trump voters, with Trump supporters, with the Trumpiest of the Trump, with with our old friend Greg Hunter, people like that who just stay 100% behind Trump no matter what he does. The people you're still seeing interviewed from the Iowa State Fair who are with Trump all the way. Um, With those people, there's obviously nothing that can be done except to destroy Donald Trump. Mm. And when Donald Trump says, yeah, they're out, get, you're, you're damn right we are. Yeah. Because you know what? We want to save our country. Yeah. We care more about our country than we care about you. You care more about you than you care about your country. So we have to make a choice. And guess what? We're going for, for country first and you last. And too bad. Guess what, Don? You are roadkill on the road to a resuscitated democracy. And we're not going to let you fuck this thing up any more than you have. And you're going to have to face the justice system and you can fight the law, but the law will win, to paraphrase the song. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I, I think right now... The Georgia case is so important, obviously, because he can't just make that go away if he's reelected. I mean, that's. Uh, uh, You you know, you've got all these uh, other people who are uh, indicted here, and some of them are going to flip. Some of them are going to flip. They're not all 78 years old. They do not want to spend 25 years in prison. I think the target. The target is on Mark Meadows. I mean, that's that's the guy who who probably is going to end up singing. I think he's going to sing an entire operetta. I really I guess, feel like, you know, uh, he obviously didn't cooperate, or he wouldn't have been indicted along with the rest of them, right? So if he mm-hmm. didn't indu- uh, cooperate here, is there any reason to believe he cooperated with Jack Smith on the other two cases? No. Well, he's he's so why, not been... why is he not being named in those? Exactly. Exactly. Because he may be cooperating in those, but he's not cooperating in this one, and now he might be a lot more motivated, as we say, to start telling some tales at this point. But even without him talking, I I kind of think they got enough. 
I, oh, I think so, but I, I think, think you're right. I think there's enough people that are going to realize, yeah, this is I, I've done everything I need to do for Donald Trump. I don't need to lose the next 40 years of my life for him. I'll be, I'm good. Although <laughs> we, we must leaven that with Brit, you know, next Monday at 11 in the morning, a presentation that's going to knock your socks. Oh, off. well, yeah, no, that, that it's, yeah, it's going to exonerate everything. Every case has ever come against him. That's going to put a, put a lie to it all. Now, Trump should already, we know, in a more equitable, non-two-tiered justice system in the United States, should already be in jail for violating his uh, bail rules in Washington. We know that. And he's certainly set himself up already by attacking uh, Fonnie Willis and the prosecutors in Georgia by doing the same thing by by in the most vile way personally attacking her I, I don't know what playbook he's working out of there because uh, I don't even think that the John Gotti playbook <laughs> included that uh, and I wonder, maybe you know this, was that ever part, and maybe it was, of the Roy Cohn playbook? Because if I recall, when Trump and his father, Fred, by the way, Fred is dead. <laughs> you see what I did there? Freddie's dead. That's what I yeah, said. Yeah. Um, when they were nailed by uh, federal prosecutors for housing discrimination in the New York area in the 1970s. Not big fans of the black folks, Brad. I'm positive. I'll check this. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll get the info for tomorrow. They did attack back against the prosecutors and were able to get themselves a better deal than they otherwise would have had. Uh, so, again, maybe that's another lesson that Trump learned at the knee, not both knees, <laughs> of Roy Cohn. <laughs> you see what I did there? No. Is there I, I mean, he's never in his life been accused of anything and go, hey, you got me. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. Is, that's never happened. That, that, that's never happened in Trump's life. Right. I mean, even on Batman, right. whenever they finally get the bad, the bad guy, they do yeah. give up. You got right. Me. All right, Riddler. Yeah, I, I had the plot. I was trying to put the stuff in the in the reservoir, of Gotham City. All right, I, you got. Penguin gives up. They, I, I know. I've seen it with my own eyes. I think at long, you know, eventually when they had Bernie Madoff dead to rights, I think he goes, Ah, yeah, you're right. I had two sets of books. This was here, and I ripped people off, and I wasn't investing in shit. Ah, you got me. I mean, it took years, but eventually, even Bernie Madoff goes, Ah, I'm dead to rights. Uh, they did. I don't know if you followed this down as far as um, if Trump is convicted in Georgia, whether the governor can pardon him. No, he, no. There's a, they have a panel in Georgia yeah, that looks over the pardons and stuff, which, again, could be corrupted. But I, I, I really like her case. I really I really again, if you even if you just kind of skim that uh, indictment, you're like, oh, shit. She has all of this information. She has, I mean, she she did not go half-assed at all. What's the latest accusation against her, that her dad was a Black Panther? Is that the latest uh, pejorative that's been hurled at her? I don't know. <laughs> and, and by the way, what if he was? Yeah, 
again, again it's oh, like, black see, that's the point the point is yeah what if he was i believe her father brad had an afro and you know what that means you you know what that means i believe that her father listened to the hippity hoppity music which you know you know what those people do when they start listening to that hippity hoppity music <laughs> 